Um, hello, everybody. Um, welcome to our final episode of the South Bankers Guide to Staying Sane. Josie is very upset about this, as you can hear. I'm also very upset about this. Um, um, but we're going to get into that a bit later. So we have a lovely episode planned out. So as always, we're going to go through our special good news for the week. And there has actually been some quite good news this week, so that's nice. And we're also, we've got a special feature going on of, uh, in which we ask you what your life lessons were that you'd learned from the pandemic. And we've got some lovely responses lined up. So thank you to everybody who contributed to that. And we can't wait to, to hear more. Yes, thank you guys so much. And we just thought it would be really fitting. Obviously, it's our last little episode. And you guys have been involved throughout, um, giving us feedback, which we is so much appreciated because I think it built the podcast to what it's become today. And it's been such a cool little journey. I think we were three, three months going strong at the moment. Um, this is our 12th episode, which means 12 weeks. So um, it really has been incredible. And I think Arabella and I have, le- have learned a lot. I, I, I hope that we have kept you guys or been a part of your daily routine to try and stay sane Mm -hmm. um your weekly routine and it just it's really important to us and that that's sort of what we set out to do um but yeah again we'll talk about that later so um i think yeah just what i was trying to say is that it's really important now i think that we brought you guys totally into the episode and not just you know with our student interviews which have been really cool but um yeah just to see that the impact that it's sort of made on our school community um which has been um positive in some ways and i think we we all tend to be a little bit negative sometimes because as you know um it is weird and it is crazy and scary times but i think we really have banded together the school community so yeah we'll get into that later but i just want to start us off with some good news um i'm sure you guys might have heard by now but there is um there's been a little bit of a discovery made uh with a steroid called dexamethasone um which is not a substance but it is a newfound sort of solution for a third of people who are in critical conditions um in hospital with coronavirus which is really cool um it's a cheap 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 medication for 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 medications you know um five pounds a box um it can take as little as 40 pounds to save a life um yeah so a third of cases are, are are really um benefiting from this if you are in critical condition so that's really promising and amazing um and very cool that it's so highly accessible absolutely that is possibly the most exciting news we've had in a few weeks um so and it, it makes it's very reassuring for anybody who does indeed fall ill with coronavirus or is at risk of falling ill with coronavirus because yeah because it means that you have a much better chance of survival so another yes. another piece of good news this week was uh, the a Supreme Court ruling in America has decided that you can no longer be fired anywhere in America solely for being LGBTQ plus. So uh, considering that it's Pride Week and considering that it's or Pride Month rather, and considering that it's twenty twenty, um, that's a very very good, if slightly belated, advancement. And uh, we're very happy about that because it's just one step closer to complete LGBT or equality for LGBT people in America. So that's very good. Yeah, it's definitely um, a step in the right direction. And of course, long way to go. Um, 
but it's really incredible. So I, I'm really glad about that. So then, um, you guys also, I think we've obviously spoken about this before, the tearing down of, of, of statues um, due to sort of issues with, um, you know, slave traders, for example, being honoured um, in such a way. So there was quite a bit of um, uproar by Oxford students and people living in Oxford um, by the fact that um, Cecil John Rhodes was still being honoured uh, in the form of a statue outside Oriel College um, in London, uh, sorry, in Oxford. And um, yeah, so the Rhodes Must Fall campaign has actually been successful and Oriel College has um, deemed it acceptable to bring down the statue i think they are they're going to be bringing it down themselves as opposed to it being forcefully brought down but i think that's also just really really positive that they've acknowledged that and that they will be doing it safely and securely absolutely because we do not condone violence and criminal action but we do completely completely support the movement to remove these statues uh, but we're yes. glad it's happened in a democratic way, even if it took uh, several years for the Raise Must Fall campaign to be successful. Yes. So another nice piece of news for sports fans this week was that football, the football started again this week. And uh, I can't really put it into more scientific terms than that, because anybody who knows me knows I am probably the least likely person to ever <laughs> know anything about football whatsoever. But um um, yeah, you'll probably be less happy about it this week if you're an Arsenal fan, because <laughs> I did watch that match, to be fair. And yeah, um, so well done to Man City. Man City fans are probably quite happy at this point in time. Arsenal fans, probably less so. But no, it's nice to have football back. Um, it means that everything's getting a bit more back to normal and football is a nice part of everybody's lives, most people's lives. It brings everybody together. That's what I've heard said about football. I'm just going exactly. to, yeah, I'm just going to pass it over to you, Josie, because I really don't know anything about football. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am not a, even a little bit better than you are, so don't worry about that. All I know is Liverpool is great. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, but um, yes, <laughs> I'm just going to quickly go on to two small little pieces of news which are definitely uh, this is a last but not not least scenario um shops opened on monday and um i know that there are a few shopaholics out here at south bank (laughs) so i'm sure you guys um were happy i saw the massive queues outside um nike town in oxford street and um you know it's just yeah Primark as well has been really busy um I'm really excited to some at the I'm not going right now but at some point be able to go back to like Waterstones um and I just yeah miss that sort of vibe but I'm I'm personally not craving going back to the shops but I know that a few people are so I mean that's great that's great it is great gives you a purpose you know yep and a final little notice for everybody uh the coffee stain came out this morning which is a Oh, very yeah. own magazine written by students and it came out morning. edited by yours yeah the two of us plus the wonderful Callum. And Callum. yep um <laughs> and we worked very hard on it everybody worked very hard on it the whole coffee stain team so please and it's very- shout out to miss randawa yep. shout out to miss randawa the wonderful miss randawa who, who supervises the club and basically holds everything together um yes uh so yeah so that's done um you can read it via your email because it was sent to your email and uh, yeah, we've got some nice articles this, this year. We've got um, an, a satire, a satirical piece about the trials and tribulations of the lockdown written by yours truly. We've got 
um, an interview with our founder, Milton Tubkin, written by Josie. Uh, and we've also got lots about the Black Lives Matter movement. And uh, I think also we've had Izzy. And we also had, um, we have a few recipes in there and some poetry. It's a nice sort of full, and I'm really proud of us for pull it all together remotely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so on to our special feature of this week. Um, we have heard from uh, quite a few of you actually about the life lessons that you are going to take away from this lockdown so um so we're, i mean we're just going to jump into this we think um so what well, so we've got first of all the wonderful colette from grade six who saying arabella yeah can we first highlight what what they're going to be talking about like as a collective like oh, what yes. we ask yeah no that's fine that's fine that's fine but Maybe I'll do that and you start with Colette. Okay. Okay, I'll start now. Okay. Yes. So basically, we just asked um, a short series of questions. Um, the first being, what is the biggest life lesson that you've learned during lockdown and why? And then the second one, if there was anything that um, the people answering the survey were going to do differently after their experience of lockdown and if so what so yeah we're, we're just going to head straight into it and we're going to be starting with Colette from grade six so what Colette said was that she had learned that she, um, she was going to be grateful or that uh, one must be grateful for the people in your lives because you never know when the last time is you're going to see them and uh obviously that's quite quite impactful i definitely think that that's something that i've learned as well um and she said what she's going to do differently is definitely spend more time outside because not going outside is driving everyone nuts yeah. and colette i completely agree with you i am going nuts <laughs> i think it's something that people take for granted yeah. um you know the freedom to actually go outside your house freely without having to worry uh, about the repercussions so I, I just think it's great and yes please obviously now we're allowed out in green spaces for mental health purposes you know that we won't be jumping down your throats every single Friday to let you know to take care of yourself and to stay sane but mm -hmm. um, if there's one thing that we can leave with you guys just make make use of those green spaces um, still obviously take care of yourself in other ways but like it's great that we can go outside and, and we really do need it and we do take it for granted so thank you colette thank you colette yes okay so next person our next person uh is anonymous and they are from grade 11 and what this person said is that okay i'm going to speak as the person right i'm going to use personal pronouns don't get confused okay um <laughs> So in replying to what is the biggest life lesson you've learned in lockdown, that I'm actually able to cope with a lot more than I thought. Although this has been difficult at times, I'm surprised that I've managed this well and maintained my mental health. That's amazing too. How much I take social interaction for granted and how much I rely on my friends. Although I'm a bit of an introvert, I've come to miss meeting my friends in person very much and also just daily interactions with people I don't know as, as well. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like the the, the realisation, I, I feel like I've also, you know, I'm yeah. not the most extroverted person in the world. But um, 
you need that you need that physical sort of interaction with people I 100% agree and it's getting tiring to look at the screens and I completely understand that yeah um is there anything you're going to do differently maybe hang out with friends more makes sense um to make up for the time missed in lockdown I also think I'll be much more appreciative of little details like being able to come into school completely agree absolutely you know actually one of the things that I've been really missing is my walks to and from school I know that uh, I mean obviously I'm able to walk to school and that's very nice but it is it is a um it is about 20 minutes 25 minutes so it is you know it's a longer walk but um it is nice and I miss it I miss you know kind of being able to bookend my day like that um okay so the next person is the lovely Lucille from grade 10 and the person that she or what she said was uh that you you should cherish what you have in life and I completely agree with that 100 percent i think we've all we've all had a bit of a, a shock really as to to how it's, it's kind of brought things into perspective just how how fragile life is i suppose uh this whole this whole situation and how many people how many people have have been lost in this country yeah. and obviously around the world and next we have emma from grade 11 and in response to the biggest life lesson from the lockdown, it would be staying focused and keeping up with goals is much harder than you think. Um, I completely agree, especially when we don't have the motivation of other students and teachers around us in the classroom. I, I completely agree with you. Um, and then is there anything you're going to do differently? Motivating myself and being more productive. Amazing. 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 Thank you very much, Emma. So another person also from grade 11 said that um, they had learned that balance is key. Yes. Which I completely agree with. Balance is everything. And also um, what they were going to do differently after the lockdown was to appreciate the small things and also to stay, stay away from their phone. Oh, <laughs> okay. The people who know me know that I'm very good at the second thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's really important because people do become um, quite reliant and it's the first thing when you're bored or uh, when you, you know, get tired of what you're doing, same sort of thing as I just said, bored, but <laughs> um, like you pick up your phone. So it definitely is maybe a, a good habit to, to stay away a little bit more. Um, next, we have Jasmine also from grade 11. Hi, Jazz. Um, what is the biggest life lesson you learned? Jazz replied that she has learned that her problems are trivial. Though they may seem important to her at the time, they probably aren't. Um, she thinks that it puts in perspective what people value and care about. Seeing those who are less fortunate or struggling during lockdown makes you appreciate how lucky some of us are. Completely agree. And um, Jazz has obviously been doing, we've sp spoken to her earlier in the series, but um, she's been doing incredible work to help those in that exact situation um but also healthcare workers which is really incredible um is there anything you're going to do differently after lockdown i want to change how i interact with people during lockdown i've relied so much on my phone to communicate with my friends ideally i want to build more meaningful friendships and have more personal connections with my friends also put down my phone once in a while yes same as what i said before i think that's a good idea but um yeah it has made us realize how important friendships are definitely absolutely so next we have the fantastic joe from grade seven and what joe said was that um he's learned how to uh deal with mental health and from from 
after the lockdown, he's going to try and uh, get into a routine. Yeah. So I, th- yeah, I uh, routine is wonderful. I need my routine. In fact, I'm probably a bit too much for a routine freak, but I think that's a very good idea. I, I think it's something that's kept pe- a lot of people sane during the lockdown. So I think that's really important to highlight. Thank you, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, now we are moving on to Carolina from um, grade eight. Um, she says that she really under she really understood the expression you never know how much you value something until you lose it in this case the ability to go outside and be with others completely again taken for granted and really brought into perspective now but um what she will do differently after the lockdown is try to go outside more um as before she never really went to parks and green spaces Thank you very much, Carolina. So next we have Sophia from grade seven. And what she said, uh, the biggest life lesson that I've learned during lockdown is that we should start taking more care about uh, our planet Earth because the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, um, or because in that pandemic, we learned a lesson that taught us that we should engage and help our planet Earth. And uh, following on from that, she said, uh, um, following her experiences in the lockdown, she was going to recycle materials to help um, planet Earth more during the lockdown, and then she also said, "Thanks for the swarm. Have a wonderful day," which which made me very happy. So thank you, Sophia. <laughs> thank you so much, Sophia. I think it's really important. I mean, we we've also talked about in the past, um, you know, in our past episodes that such amazing things have happened for the environment, and you know, new species coming out that hadn't been seen for ages. I think I talked about that rat once. <laughs> that new rat that was that was discovered um in in the desert so so that's really cool um also just seeing like i don't know that picture i'm sure it's it's gone it's gone quite viral like the picture of like flamingos in india and like i don't know it's just really cool to see the natural environment reemerge. um next we have elizabeth from grade 10 um the biggest life lesson she's learned is that family is the most important thing preach then the second is that um <laughs> like in terms of uh what she'll do differently after lockdown is to enjoy every moment with friends and family and explore the city and travel as much as possible yes absolutely thank you so much elizabeth um so next we have another grade 10 student and they said that um the biggest life lesson they've learned is that uh things are much better if you wake up early uh, so yeah, waking up early is is quite is uh, well, it's, it's hard when you wake <laughs> up early, but in the long run, you probably you feel much better. Yeah. And uh, but then again, they also said that they weren't going to do anything differently afterwards. Their exact word was nah. So uh, <laughs> I'm not sure whether that was nah on waking up early or <laughs> this person is very very laid back. So thanks for that. Yeah. And then um, finally, we have Vilma from Grade Eight. And um, she says that um, the biggest life lesson she's learned during lockdown is not to take time for granted. True. Um, And something that she's going to be doing differently is to spend more time with friends and to take more initiative to do so as well. I think that's so important because, I mean, this is sort of unrelated, but still related because, I mean, this has come up quite a few times with friends and family and taking those things for granted. Mm. But like we can talk about like one-sided relationships and I think people realize that if they're not putting effort into a friendship at this point or any relationship with a family member or anything uh cousin for example grandparent if they're not putting in that effort you know like it might be lost and the relationship can sort of fizzle in times like this so it's really it tells you know it's quite telling Mm. this time so thank you so much Wilma 
Thank you, Velma. And now, Josie, I'm going to ask you what Ooh. you have learned in the pandemic. I've learned that London has the capacity to do... I mean, I don't want to get political. I'm sure also people who know me know that I'm a politics person. And I, I <laughs> like, you know, I I like to scrutinise the government sometimes. But, yeah, you do. Um, scrutiny is your middle name. Yes, but... Um, we have the capacity to do a lot more. I'm going to say we, because I'll include myself, but um, we have the capacity to do a lot more for some of the issues that have been going on. Um, and something like the lockdown is quite telling because that's quite a big, a big change that was made in a short period of time. Um, and I'm very, very, very much involved and, and passionate about the homeless community in London. Um, and I've remained involved throughout the lockdown. Mm-hmm. going to volunteer and stuff so that's been great and all but um hearing that the government overnight revoked revoked um the the order that kept all um homeless people off the streets during the lockdown to so that they wouldn't be able to first of all catch the infection or spread the infection on the street yeah. is that they put them all in hotels and mm-hmm. i know that's unsustainable because those hotels need to open up and um need to make money i get that but um, the fact that they were so easily moved off the street, like that was quite telling to me. Um, on the other hand, something more positive is that London does have a community and a community spirit that's really strong. Um, I mean, we've seen so many things, you know, when people were all people were getting furloughed and didn't have much to do. There was something um, called furloughed foodies that popped up, you know, like where people were yeah. just making food uh, for those who weren't able to afford it at that point in time um, and to deliver it to people who were um, self-isolating um, you know like older people so I just there's that for example um, but just a lot of different initiatives that have come up um, like all the mutual aid groups that have come up to try and do people's grocery shopping and to go uh, take dogs for walks like that that a lot of that I found was missing and that's something that I, I, I found a big difference from South Africa to here I, I I didn't feel that there was as much of a community spirit and I've just seen that spring up and it's really incredible. Yeah, lovely. Uh, as for me, what I've learned, um, well, uh, people who, who know me actually know that I am leaving SoftBank uh, this year. Um, <laughs> Josie's very cut off about this. But um, no, so, um, I mean, basically it was a lot of things, but um, just the way that the circumstances changed, I just decided that it was time to move on and uh, pursue my, my academic career elsewhere um, in order to, uh, I, in order for me to kind of achieve my best, my best results and yeah. it's nothing to do with the school you know it's it's complete it's it's just what what's best for me and uh so yeah my the thing i would i've learned i'd say is is that uh it's you can't be afraid to move on if you know if you realize that it's time for change uh then then you should you can't be afraid of that because it's what's best you know if, if you know what's best for you yeah then yeah, so uh, for anyone who's wondering, I will be going to a school in South Ken, a sixth form college, and it is, I'm going to do A-levels. So, yeah. And she's going to smash it, guys. She's going to smash it. And, um, yeah, I'm very proud of you. I'm sure everyone else is also very proud of you. And um, you are going to thrive wherever you are, which we've spoken about. But, uh, yeah, this is also just a little sign-off 
sign off from our podcast, but also sign off, but not forever sign off with Arabella. Yeah. <laughs> um, who has been incredible um, throughout her school career at South Bank and she will be dearly missed. Um, but yeah, I think this, this brings our episode to a close. Um, I don't want to end it. This is very sad. I really have enjoyed this process, guys. Um, uh, me too. Yeah. And I mean, just from my side, like I, um, I really appreciate those who've been listening like throughout. Yeah. Um, I've got a few people in mind. I know some people have dipped in and dipped out, but you guys are the real OGs and, and we love you and we appreciate you. Um, and thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much, guys. So um, we're going to end our podcast with a very uh, fitting song. It's an oldie but a goodie. Yes. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And uh, well, I think everything else that, that uh, can be said will be said with our song. So stand by for Stand By Me. Thank you so much. Bye. When the night has come And the land is dark And the moon is the only light we'll see No, I won't be afraid Oh, I won't be afraid Just as long as you stand Stand by me so darling, darling, stand by me Oh, stand by me Oh, stand Stand by me Stand by me If the sky that we look upon Should tumble and fall Or the mountain should crumble See, I won't cry, I won't cry, no, I won't shed a tear just as long as you stand, stand by me, and darling, darling, stand by me, oh, stand by me, oh, stand now. Stand by me, stand by me Stand by me, stand by me, whenever